Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Twitter at littleempirepod. Thanks so much to our sponsors at bigpipe.co.nz. Bigpipe have unlimited data and no contracts. How good is that? I don't know, really good. Sign up right now, please, at bigpipe.co.nz. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. And welcome along to a new episode of The Male, the male Gaze. Gaze. Uh, oh, you're a bit sorry, late there, Chris. Early. Well, you a bit early? early, actually. We're confession time. Uh, confession booth. I'm in Auckland and Chris is in Wellington. And we are talking to each other across the medium of uh, the f- internet, I guess. Yes, yeah. yeah. I, for one, find the disconnect almost a little bit more comforting that you know like when i have to look at you right in your eyes while i like that it feels more easy for me being alone in a room with like headphones on oh that's but good. maybe that's just speaking to our generation you know we just like being alone we just like being on the internet don't we by ourselves yeah i'm not i'm not alone i'm here with uh, our producer tim and on the way here i got two piccolos for us uh but they didn't have lids for the piccolos and I spilled the piccolos all over the floor of my car. Um, <laughs> t- today's a d- I'm hung- I'm I'm ha- hangover as well. I <laughs> I'm ha- I'm hangover. As of the music was last night. Um, thank you for asking, Chris. I had a great time. I didn't ask. No, I didn't ask. I was too busy opening a show, Eli, in I Wellington. Met, I'm, I'm an met, actor. I'm, I'm a working Le- actor. You're an actor. Yeah, you met me. Did you meet Liam Malone? I thought you worked in hospitality. Uh, no, I uh, I did meet Liam Malone. I hotly pursued it. I um, shook his hand, and I was like, "How are you doing?" And he was like, "Tired," and that was oh, the whole conversation. We're all tired, Liam. Yeah, we're. But all... I guess he's he's an athlete, so he's got a better excuse for being physically tired. Yeah, international listeners, you might not know Liam Malone is uh, one of our favorite athletes at the moment. He won gold at the Paralympics in a sprinting and i would suggest you google his name right now and enjoy the results he's uh, a real baby he's, he's such a, a babe yeah and uh, in real life uh very okay very this isn't the liam malone podcast it's crack similar on this, height mate. to me similar height to me as well okay nice. like, stop trying to sort out your marriage with liam malone uh, and, if, uh if you're listening liam <laughs> <laughs> i love you uh, he's not listening um Okay. What look, would you just, do? What would you do if he was actually gay? If he like came out like maybe in three months? Um, just like hotly pursue it. Like <laughs> use every connection I have <laughs> to. I would help. I would help you out. I just. Like I to, would like do all I can. I would like. 
I don't know, activate my networks. Even though we have the same networks, I'd like activate my networks. Maybe like my family or something. <laughs> Your family could definitely get, help out. Get my mum and dad on the case. I think he lives in Wellington. I definitely, I would engineer situations where we would run into each other, like you do with your high school crush, where you um, learn their class schedule so you can run. I would do that. I would learn his class schedule <laughs> so that I can run into him in the halls. Uh, shall we stop talking about Liam alone? Uh, even though there's a whole podcast worth of things to discuss, but let's start with the fact of the gate. Uh, Chris, do you want to share your fact first? Yeah, sure. Well, this cool. came up recently because I was searching online. Um, for like things to buy like for my life and I was looking at Urban Outfitters which I always thought was kind of like a cool store like I quite like their t-shirts and like their um, specifically their like homeware stuff I've got, I'm a big fan of homeware mm, yeah good homeware I bought my favourite shoes from there as well you know my Adidas ones that are like bright. oh they're great shoes AI. Yeah. they're bright well, and yellow my boyfriend they tapped me on the shoulder and said did you realise that um, Urban Outfitters are kind of like anti-gay and I was like what and then I did a bit of research, and uh, this is from a Huffington Post article in 2013, so things may have changed, but mm-hmm. the facts lie, and history still exists. <laughs> I'm making history, up quotes now. History does still exist. <laughs> Don't let history, anyone tell you history otherwise. Has, history has not gone anywhere. History will never um, stop existing, as the song goes. <laughs> <laughs> history <laughs> never stops existing. Never goes away. Um, so... This is like a couple of... They list a bunch of companies that uh, don't support gay rights. Yeah. Number two on the list, Urban Outfitters. Or Number two? Bourbon Dumbfitters. Uh, in 2008, President <laughs> and Founder Bourbon Richard... Bourbon Dumbfitters? <laughs> Sounds like a great drink. Uh... In 2000, <laughs> let me get on with the fact. In 2008, President and Founder Richard Hayne donated... $13,150 to Rick Santorum's campaign, who was um, sort of notable in the 2008 presidential election for being anti-gay rights. Um, and he um, and there was a big famous thing that came out through um, Dan Savage, who like used Santorum's name, you, you may have remembered this, as like a... Um, they use the definition of Santorum as the frothy mixture of lube and fecal matter that is sometimes by, as a byproduct of anal sex. So there are lots of like strong gay advocates who are against um, Rick Santorum, and he was like, yeah, bad for bad for um, gay rights. And but Urban Outfitters Urban gave Outfitters him, albeit a little bit of cash, not a whole lot of cash. Like thirteen thousand one hundred and fifty dollars is quite a funny amount, isn't it? It's quite weird. Like personally, like one guy giving that money is quite a lot like that's you wouldn't give that to a friend yeah but um it's like a huge global company giving that to someone that's like not i don't know where they're gonna put that that's just like their per diems or something it's like one run of flyers for uh yeah. <laughs> for old santori anyway so i mean they also had a line of um i support same-sex marriage t-shirts which they then pulled from their shelves only after a week so Whoa. they didn't even give it a real good run but I mean, I don't know. Things can change, but I, we've got to remember this. You know, as they say, history never goes away, and that is, uh, so that we're going to have to watch out for Urban Outfitters. Um, would you like to hear my fact of the day? I pledge allegiance to not buy from Urban Outfitters. Um, you got to burn those shoes, mate. No, they're too I'm good. Not, they're they're too, really good shoes. And Adidas are sweet as. Yeah, and they knew when they sold. The Unlike New shoes. Balance, holy crap! Whoa, New Balance, the official shoe of white people, vomit. So gross. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right. So funny um, how much trouble they're in now. The kids. <laughs> 
Because people are now sort of like really torn because they love their New Balances, but ethically they just cannot align with that. That is just terrible. I feel like that. So it was the vice president of New Balance. Eh? I feel like he's like, oh, you say one nice thing about Trump, and then all this happens. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly what happens. You dick. Um, here's my fact of the day. Did you know that the uh, <laughs> Uh, among prominent uh, opponents of the Westboro Baptist Church, you'll know the Westboro Baptist Church from uh, Louis Theroux's documentary about I them. I love them. Slash uh, just when they've popped up at all the worst places uh, to protest and picket, picketing funerals, all sorts of stuff. Do you know among their um, most, uh, uh, among their staunchest enemies are the Ku Klux Klan, uh, the what? KKK hate the Westboro Baptist Church. They're like and, stepping on each other's turf or something. Yeah. Um, because it's because of the Ku Klux Klan, uh, obviously, uh, no, no, the, uh, the Westboro Baptist Church, they pick at funerals, right? And right. often of often of war veterans because they are like, war is gay people's fault or you know, whatever. God. And... KKK members are often, uh, well, some of them are veterans themselves, including Imperial Wizard uh, Dennis Labonte. <laughs> Imperial Wizard. Like, how can Imperial. we take. Like, you can't expect anyone to take your organization seriously when you call yourself the <laughs> Imperial Wizard. I you- love a good wizard, eh? Like, the, um, there's a wizard in Christchurch, oh, uh, yes. which is where we grew up, for our listeners who don't, who are just new to the podcast. Um, and Welcome. I'm just like, I can't believe, I just love that the entire Christchurch silly, just s- silly city, <laughs> all of Christchurch silly, just love and embrace the fact that we have this man who's like, I'm a wizard. I'm and when I was a, a kid, wizard. it was like so normal. I was like, of course. I was like, well, every city must have a wizard, right? <laughs> yeah, every he, city should have a bloody wizard. He's famous as well for um, going getting in a rowboat. Whenever the census comes around, he gets in a. Ro- <laughs> I don't know if it's a rowboat, but it's a rowboat in my mind, and he rows out into the ocean until he's out of the uh, national border, um, so that he doesn't have to fill in a census, so that he my doesn't exist anywhere. Of the wizard was um, when we won the America's Cup, and there was a big parade <laughs> in, on Cashel Street, and he arrived in a tank. And then, mm. like, I'm pretty sure there was a massive explosion, which in my mind was like a cannon being fired. And I was like, get me out of here. This is hell on earth. Uh, but that's my only memory of the, of the wizard he's in got the a, flesh. He's got a car as well, which is like a Mini Cooper with two front. Like, it's a front, like, both sides of the car are the front of the car somehow. We should I, chat to him. I want to get aligned with, like, same sex. I mean, hopefully he's all, like, you know, LGBTQI aligned because um, that would be dope. That'd be good. Anyway, the KKK sometimes uh, turn up to uh, Whisperer uh, Baptist picketing protesty things, and they they don't they don't make a lot of noise, but they do um, hand out small American flags as a form of protest. Uh, so that's Blog. that's what they're up to. Um, uh, both should just cancel each other out. I yeah, reckon. Like, we just we, we hate you either of them. We yeah. hate you both. I've got Get a message out. for the Imperial Wizard of both of those organizations. <laughs> and it's the Go new... back to Oz. <laughs> Go back to Oz and hide behind the wall and paint yourself green. Um... They're off to see the Imperial Wizard. I love that. <laughs> the Imperial Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, should we get into today's ep? We are recording this. Uh, it's an emergency recording. This is why yeah. we're recording in two different cities. Uh, Chris, by the way, is in Wellington doing a play called Hudson and Halls. Get along. Yeah. Get um, along if you're in Wellington. 
But basically, I arrived here on like the Sunday, and then that was the night the earthquake happened here. That like seven point eight earthquake um, in Seddon, and like yeah. obviously, I just feel for everyone who's up in that sort of North Canterbury region and, and Kaikoura and stuff. I mean, it must be so hard. But we we felt it quite a bit down here as well in Wellington, and just like it's been pretty interesting. Like these past like this past week, it's been kind of crazy what's been going on but yeah. we're sort of getting it back together and then I check my bloody f- um, Facebook to see the news I was like what's going on in the news and old Brian Tamaki has let his mouth run a bit wild and there was this this video came up of him blaming the Christchurch earthquake and I guess also the Wellington earthquake on sinners specifically homosexuals uh, oh, boy. Brian, look, if you're not familiar uh, with who Brian Tamaki is, Destiny Church is kind of the most high profile, I guess, sort of alternative church in mm. uh, New Zealand. It's in South Auckland, it's sort of near Rainbow Zend, our one and only theme park. Uh, a huge, huge it's church. But it's kind of like, I guess, in the scheme of like churches in maybe America, it would kind of just like add up do you know what like it's sort of similar to the scale of like your churches you'd find over there like big kind of cult followings right totally and it's, it's like sort a, of it's like ritzy with like flashy lights and a big band and uh huge plasma think, tv yeah and it's huge uh yeah. brian is well known for um basically leeching the money off the people who go along to his church living a very lavish life often posting videos of him on holiday going hunting uh hanging out with his wife at hotels um uh despite the fact that he runs his church in a uh kind of like a lower socio-economic uh place um basically i don't know he rips people off and then delivers hate speech like he did this week and we hate him that's the official we, male gay stance on Brian Tom. We had, it was not going to be a guest on the bloody male gay. We should have him on and we should just like interrogate his sort of, um, his hypothesis a little bit further. Yeah. Um, I, do you think you could cause an earthquake, Eli? Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I've, I've done some pretty dirty stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, no, not really. Honestly... No. Like gay people having sex is the most boring thing in the entire world. Like I, yeah. I mean, no, that it's not. It excites me in a deep, uh, loyal level, but it is also like so normal. I think he's just come out recently though, saying that he meant it, but he didn't go like, oh, because now he's backtracking, obviously, because it's actually caught a little bit of international media, mm. and he was like, oh well, I didn't mean like just homosexuals. I mean like any extra sexual activity which i was like well you've kind of got to define that a little bit does that just mean like anything around the butt or like does that mean that you've you've had a blowjob brian Thomas? yeah because that's like a blowjob and like a handjob they're all like warm-ups you know to the main activity so i wouldn't say that's like extra i'd say that's like pre it's like necessary like because if you're I mean, thinking it's the, about it's the building blocks to a good sexual, good sexual experience. Yeah, I and mean, if you're not, not if I mean, if he's not taking part in any form of foreplay, gotta say, I'm feeling not very, ha- not very good for uh, Mrs. Tamaki. You know what I mean? Because exactly. I mean, I don't know a lot about straight sex, but I know a, a lady needs warming <laughs> up. <laughs> Did you know this, Chris? I was talking to someone the other day. I don't. I <laughs> I didn't know this, and I definitely never did it in my few excursions with a lady. But I think you're meant to. <laughs> when when you're having sex with a girl, I hold think, on. Is, are you giving like heterosexual sex advice on the male gaze podcast? Yes, from me to I you. Love this. 
I think you're meant to. So you're meant to. But while you're in the, the V, you, you should also have a hand down there, also stimulating the clitoris, like the whole right. time. I mean, I <laughs> never did that, and a, right. a massive apologies. Definitely. Well, that's that's interesting. Yeah, was you kind of got a lot, and I guess that other hand could be the woman or the man doing that. Yeah, totally. It's like, it's, you can choose, which is kind of like. In a way, like who's topping and who's bottoming? Like whose hands can, whose hands doing the extra bit of work today? Should we, should we figure it out? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, very similar. Well, it's what? full on. It's like getting your hands in there, aren't you? It's like sort of it's hard work, isn't it's it? It's not. It's not simple like it looks on the movies sometimes. Um, <laughs> anyway, I hope, uh, hope Brian's listening. Uh, <laughs> um, what's your sort of Eli? You you sort of grew up in a religious household, though, didn't you? Like you were quite, um, you were quite. Uh, you went to church quite a bit and everything. Your family are quite religious. Yeah, they are. I uh, went to church from ages zero to uh, probably about fifteen. Pretty, pretty on the rig. Were there uh, any kind of like red herrings for you when you were at when you were growing up about like was there any kind of like hate speech a little bit towards um, queer people at your family church? There was a guy who yeah. uh, like an ex-gay who was touring the world with his wife uh and he came oh, to boy. the church yeah and i de- yeah i definitely remember my mom like talking about it more once we got home because i didn't really understand i was quite young uh yes. but yeah he had left behind his homosexual life and now had a uh, wife and they were yeah touring the world together um and he was preaching about his experience which is pretty dark right that's full noise. We didn't really. We, we we. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. The church is a family growing up, but it was like we're Presbyterian, and it's like Presbyterians kind of, I don't know, it was a bit boring. Like it's just sort of like no, there's no like excitement, and it's all just like the service is really functional. And yeah. mainly, I just went for like Sunday school, and we just like kind of just sit in a room and drink cordial. Like it was quite weird. <laughs> but we didn't even. You really, do like, always have cordial at Sunday school. That was the same with mine. Always cordial. I don't know what that's all about. And then I went. I went to a really religious <clears throat> intermediate school when I was like eleven and twelve years old, and like did all the incense and stuff like that. But we just. When we, I mean, the thing is, I guess when we had like health class, we just like same sex was never brought up. Our sexuality was never brought up. Yeah. It was always just kind of like, when it was always like when a man and a woman fall in love, then they'll have sex and then they'll have a baby and then they'll have like 14 babies and, you know, it was all that kind of stuff. But um, <laughs> that it was is never like. Very good sex <laughs> education. And then they'll have like yeah. 14 babies. End of story. 14 babies. You move to I the don't community. Think- I don't think I got taught about same sex, uh, sex though, in my um, very much non-religious school. What is up with that? I That's think, really like, weird, and even, eh? and, uh, even at high school, it never really got. It was like, it was almost like the danger episode of health class. It was like, now some of you will have feelings towards men, and watch out for those because they are gonna fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell like, anyone. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was never like it should always just be put out and like equal standing for everyone eh? like you, you know 
it's like we, I'm going to talk about same sex and this it was the same amount of time and energy and investment that I talk about heterosex and yeah. heterosexuality. Yeah, it's it's bonkers. But back on old Brian Tarmaki here, because that's what we're really trying to focus on, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like, what, what do we kind of... I, I want like a public apology from him a little bit. Like yeah, he's kind same. of back... I mean, he's the guy's an idiot and he's kind of running a cult. And what's kind of interesting was like, it's... We sort of feel like in New Zealand, we're so this kind of like liberal small country that we don't have these sort of crazy lunatics delivering like spouting off hate speech all the time. And yeah. then suddenly like he's essentially like he's giving like rhetoric like Trump is, you know, like it's quite crazy. And then he starts kind of tweeting madly being like the media are like taking all the attention away from the earthquake. Um, and putting it onto this like one comment I made, and I was it's like, like well, "No, you did that. You leveraged the earthquake <laughs> to make that to speak some hate. You, you, you pisshead. Uh, you, <laughs> he's you not pisshead. Head. I don't know if he's drinking. I don't know about his drinking. Uh, um, he does quite a bit of like, um, like his Instagram's quite interesting. Like it's mainly just like him shooting wild boars, like which constantly. I feel hunting. like also kind of lays into a sort of Trump." Trump supporter vibe that he's giving off, and like f- his genuinely I've- terrible haircut as well, which is also very Trump of him. Yeah, if you're wondering what he looks like, it's sort of like a Harvey <laughs> Keitel character. It's like it's like a really a slightly oversized suit and like slicked back hair, and like his skin looks shiny at all Hold times. <clears throat> is Brian Tamaki the Trump of New Zealand? Like, I, is he I think he spoke this from- way definitely because he was seeing the changes happening in the world and was like, "Cool, I'm going to hop on that train more." It's oh my god! Imagine if he ran for prime minister and then we had the exact same thing over here where he was like elected. I would move. I would 100 percent move to Australia. That would never happen, even in a stuff article that you yeah. re- like. Stuff is uh, a me- uh, uh, Fairfax Media's uh, news website here, and it's constantly got the worst people giving comments. Like constantly, you read it and you feel depressed about the state of humanity. Yeah. But on any article about Brian Tamaki, they are a hundred thousands of comments just being like, "He's an idiot." Like well, e- even I- oh, you go. Sorry. Well, even from we- stuff stuff commenters who are often often are like. Uh, you know, we'll argue about like reverse racism and just like stuff Ugh. like that, that until yeah. they rip each other's heads off. Because I found the, the video first on the Disney Church page. I don't know why it was being suggested for me to watch. It's <laughs> like, so, hey, Chris, you might like this. Um, and it was like all the comments underneath the video were all members of Destiny's Church and they were like, yes, 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 please. This is great. More of this. I love this. Share, share, share. And I was like, what the heck? I can't believe... I mean, the church has got a massive following, eh? Huge. I don't don't really know much about... I mean, I just pretty much pretend they don't exist, but they don't really... I mean, they don't follow any of my interests. Um, <laughs> yeah. They don't have any like like Dolly Parton movie nights for me to, <laughs> yeah. for me to come oh, down big to. Big plasma tallies. Yeah. Um, it was funny. But, yeah, he, I was pretty he surprised. Tweeted how many supporters. Oh no, you go. No, you go. I'm done. I've got nothing interesting to say. 
Okay, cool. Um, I'll go then. Uh, he tweeted afterwards. He was like, so, he's like, uh, all the media talking a bit about me, but I haven't had a call from uh, from TV One News, TV Three News, or Close Up at Seven. Uh, Close Up at Seven was a TV show that was cancelled in 2012. <laughs> Hasn't been over four years. <laughs> of course, they're not calling you. <laughs> when that came up, I was like. I'm pretty sure Close Up's gone, bro. <laughs> Close Up's long <laughs> gone. Where have you been? Well, um, he's been I, too busy in his church, bloody spouting off hate speech. It's such a crazy video. If you get the chance to watch it, like maybe watch a little bit of it, but don't give it the likes that it needs, uh, that so, it wants. Um, put an angry face on it. He's standing in front of this ginormous plasma. It looks like he's plasma television. It looks like he's performing at like Christmas in the Park or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, Christmas in the Park for international listeners is uh, the best night oh, of yeah. the year. It's where all of the um, people who got kicked off New Zealand Idol um, sing <laughs> uh, covers of Christmas songs and um, you sneak alcohol into a park. And kind of where you have like your first kiss and where you got like drunk for the first time. Yeah. Well, that's what everyone else did. I was running around like a ball of anxiety trying to hang out with people and look cool. Yeah, I was with the um, boys from school with a, a pump bottle full of vodka. You, were you? Once. Once. That's very, very cool of you. Thank you so much. I may have even puffed on a cigarette that night. Really? Uh, I think so, yeah. Chris was in the park, eh? Big, oh, big time for me. That's where like all your, your important adolescent memories are made come yeah. true. Kiss a couple of chicks and smoke a couple of ciggies. <laughs> I found it interesting in the video how people, the people in the audience, how they respond to it is by, they're like, yes, yeah. Like that's all you, all you hear from the audience. You don't hear clapping or anything. They're just like, yes, well, yes. The thing is, I find quite weird is that you go to church on like a Sunday morning at like 8 a.m. So you've obviously had like maybe a bit of a big Saturday night. Like even if you know you've got church the next morning, you're still going to push the boat out a little bit on a Saturday night. Then imagine being in that environment, that kind of like late night rave like of a church at Sunday morning like 8am yeah it must be like hell being in there it must be <clears throat> I mean I'm I'm I don't know if I told you before but I'm hungover right now because I was last night at the Vodafone New Zealand Music Awards oh and... my god Eli that's amazing are you a celebrity do you yeah. go to musical award videos oh I, was, I couldn't tell I was, I was actually doing a show last night I'm an actor oh okay cool I got this VIP yeah, yeah. guest pass which like got me into some of the after parties which was uh, like pretty pr- pretty cool I felt pretty um Pretty cool. Got some photos in a 360 camera. So um, I saw asking. those. They're like the ultimate mannequin challenge videos, eh? Because they're just like you're actually frozen in time. Yeah, it's like you you get all the effect of the mannequin challenge without having to um, stand still. What's your still. take on the mannequin challenge? Like, wh- how do you feel about it? I think it's hot. Do you like it? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's hot. <laughs> I want to have sex in a mannequin challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do a mannequin challenge. Oh my god. What? Big Fish is the old... I've just like suddenly thought of Big Fish. That's like the very first mannequin challenge. That scene with the popcorn. What scene? I I know this movie. Ewan McGregor, White, yeah. Tim, Tim Burton. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when they like first lay eyes on each other, like the whole world freezes and like popcorn's like frozen in time. I'll, I'll, forge, you the, I'll forge you the scene. You can watch it. The mannequin um, challenge definitely reminds me of like high school drama when they're like, one of the features of drama is tableau. Uh, <laughs> it, is. it should be called the tableau challenge <laughs> The tableau challenge <laughs> one, one person should step out and do a monologue <laughs> How did I end up war. here? <laughs> On a plane with Hillary Clinton's staff uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, I have something to, um, to talk about <laughs> Always uh, But oh, right now 
uh, uh, relating to what we're talking about, which is so Brian Tamaki is is he's constantly talked about anti you anti-gay want a stuff. Is that right? No, 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 no. Is that what you want to talk about? No, 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 no. no, no. Please <laughs> don't put words in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> or dis. I will. Uh, <laughs> Brian has constantly made these kind of anti-gay remarks throughout his whole career. Is it a career? Is what he does a job? I don't think so. But he <sighs> says it. Also, in the news recently is Mike Pence, the <laughs> vice president elect of. Uh, I love him. <laughs> we love Mike Pence. Uh, Mike Pence. He has Mike Pence. More like Mike Spence. Spence. More like Mike Two Cents, because my two, two cents, cents is. He can That's go great. fuck himself. Uh, <laughs> he in two thousand his website in two thousand um, uh, included statements uh, that indicated that he is, uh, believes in gay conversion therapy. Apparently, he was trying to take money out of uh, kind of AIDS and HIV foundations and feed it and funnel it into gay conversion therapy in the two thousands. <sighs> like Bloody since hell. the ter- since Y two K, he's been doing this. He also. Since the legalization of same-sex marriage, I believe, I think, that here's this to my understanding, maybe I'm going to tell a lie right now, but I think he put legislation in place where it uh, became impossible to register your marriage in Virginia, uh, where he was governor, and and, and you could um, get a fine or even jail time for trying to register a same-sex marriage in Virginia. So Bloody hell. And it's and he's the vice president elect. He's going to be in January. Ugh. From January, he's going to be uh, the second most important man and probably the most important man because Trump does not know what he's doing. He's uh, a puppet, mate. He's a bloody puppet. He's a bloody. He's, he's just a puppet. He's just hand up his ass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the, the, what? No, were you going to do some more? Um, were you going to speak some more in that voice? No, I was done. <laughs> I was, I was, That's pretty. I was enjoying I'm, it. I'm, I'm putting that character to bed. <laughs> Maybe rest in bed. That's the hardest thing an actor can do um, for listeners out it's there. It's like that you don't warm know. up, but do you warm down as an actor? You know, these, sometimes these characters stay with you forever. You've got to let them go. Yeah. Got to pull the curtain um, down. I'm, sh- I'm, I'm so hungover as well. Okay. Uh, what were you going to say about Pence? <laughs> so, I mean, oh, apart from that, he's a monster. Is, well, that, yeah. is that what you're going to. No, let's just talk about. Uh, this is going to yeah. be the last thing we talk about on this podcast. These people, like Brian Tamaki and Mike Pence, the. Uh, the impulse is often to be like the reason they are so outwardly homophobic is because they're secretly gay a lot of like a lot of time that's what people um right there's like an internal homophobia uh, uh, internal internalized homophobia like they identify something inside themselves then project that onto other people because they don't want to be like that yeah so i guess my question to you is do you think it's uh, how do you be- hate yourself? Do you hate yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I What do. laws would you put in place to um, stop your own behavior? Uh, I, uh, well, I guess, do you think it's healthy or good to even entertain that as a possibility? Like, do you think it's, is it helping anyone to suggest that Mike Pence or Brian Tamaki might have some of these feelings and that is why they are so staunchly against... Uh, it's kind, yeah, it's kind of like wasting time, isn't it? Like, the best thing to be doing is to be like pouring your energy into like preparing what they've said and then also like building enough infrastructure around these our more vulnerable communities so that words like this don't actually harm them yeah like because i mean like attacking i mean it's fun to attack the individual but then i guess just to like label them as like oh you're just gay and you're in the closet and you just like and also like it's kind of scary for well it's a kind of weird for people who are also like closeted at that time they don't it's like not very nice to like sort of lump them in the same category as like pence and tamaki yeah um 
I mean, it's kind of fun to entertain the idea, isn't it? Like, that's, I guess, where that kind of tactic comes from, isn't it? To be like, well, you're probably gay. But then also, oh, God, I don't want to... I find being... Like, I'm so proud of my sexuality and I love being gay. I love everything about it. And so for me to, like, kind of use that as, like, well, you're just gay, it's kind of like an insult to them. Exactly. It's kind of, like, counterproductive to how I feel about it myself. Yeah, it's suggesting that being gay is like a poison that ruins people from the inside when, um, who knows? They might be homophobic for a whole host of other reasons. Uh, Yeah. And whether they're gay or not, what's important is that what they're doing is delivering hate speech, which is causing damage to the world, pitting people against each other. The most important thing is to um, uh, try and (laughs) stop those messages from getting out anymore. And I think mainly as well towards the more sort of uh, vulnerable and uh, easily influenced people, which is like specifically my mind goes to sort of younger queer people. So Mm. like anyone who's like, you know, at high school and they're like, you know, uh, questioning their sexuality or their gender and then they hear shit like that online and they can be influenced. And it it actually like uh, gets in the way of them transitioning or coming out. Yeah. The idea that someone is going to, that is someone with uh, one of the most powerful jobs in the entire world believes in gay conversion therapy in this day and age is so awful to me that there are young people who are going to have to hear from someone in a position of power yeah. such an archaic thing. Um, well, and statistically, what, there's people in that church as well, you know, who are yeah. who are questioning something inside of themselves, and they were sitting in there during that sermon, hearing that. Thinking, oh my god, that when I um, masturbated to that cocky boys video, I, maybe that was that maybe that was what caused the quake. Maybe That's Levi horrible. Levi Carter caused the quake. Levi Carter caused the the earthquake. Hey, uh, that's all the time we have um, <laughs> for the male gaze. Uh, if you take one thing away from this, um, just take uh, the fact that Le- Levi Carter has caused every natural disaster in the in the world. Um, <laughs> just kidding. And if you're in Wellington, why don't you come check me out in Hudson Hall's live at the Hannah Playhouse, which is at the end of Courtney Place. It's one of the safest buildings in Wellington. Um, it's a show about New Zealand. This New Zealand iconic cooking duo who were madly in love, but it was before the homosexuality law reform. So you'll have a laugh and you'll have some feels. Um, we opened last night, so we're on forever. Um, well, three weeks. And so come check us out. So I'll see you. I'm coming to Wellington tomorrow. I'll see you then. Thanks so much to our sponsors once again at bigpub.co.nz. We love you. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try Bonus of the Heart? I would like to end my life having had like one significant relationship, like having had like the most significant relationship instead of just like a series of ones hmm, that really? are like good. Do you know That's what I mean? That's interesting, yeah. Like I would like one to stand How out. How many relationships do you think you'll have in your life? I think I've got about four more in me. <laughs>
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.